At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey everyone, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is VEASAN Daily Morning Bets. Here is your host, Josh Applebaum. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to your Tuesday. It is January 23rd, 2024. I'm Ben Wilson here on VEASAN Morning Daily Bets as we take a look at the best games on the card. As has been traditional, whenever I'm in for Josh Applebaum on these Tuesday and Wednesday shows, I want to look at the game in the, of the night in both the NBA and college basketball. Find some actionable info for you as far as a bet. Also take a look at how the market is moving as things are just getting shaped up into the early a.m. Eastern hours overnight. Markets at lower limits, but there's always some valuable information to take, at least for the majority of games, for how this is going. And that is very much apparent in the first game we'll talk about. Let's go to college basketball. We have one top 25 versus 25 matchup. It shouldn't be a surprise that if you have one T25 matchup in a college basketball card, it comes out of the Big 12, a conference that is incredibly deep. And we get the Houston Cougars ranked fourth in the country, now number one in the Ken Pomeroy overall efficiency rankings, going on the road to Provo, Utah, which has been an interesting spot so far this year, taking on the 21st ranked BYU Cougars. Cougars are a projected five seed right now, 14 and four overall, two and three in the Big 12, while Houston comes in 16 and two overall, three and two in conference play, but are a projected number one seed. This opened Houston minus two and a half, and the early movement has been one way. It's toward the Cougars of Houston, but it's really dependent on the book you shop at. There are some books who open this two and a half, haven't moved off it. Other books actually tried to get out ahead of the potential market move and open three even as high as three and a half so as I record right now there's a pretty big disparity just when you consider well three in college basketball certainly not as key of a number as it is in say NFL or college football that's still a pretty significant discrepancy there when you're talking about the difference between one and two possessions from two and a half to three and a half and when you have two top 25 teams doing battle in a conference game BYU is the team I want to break down here because we're getting to the point in the year where we're, where we're really having to ask the question, who are the Cougars? BYU started the season, were projected second last in the Big 12. There were no expectations at all for BYU, yet they came out guns blazing and were at one point a top five Ken Palm team, in large part because they follow a lot of the newfangled advanced metric uh, data, you know, data science optimal structures for playing basketball, which is they take a ton of three-pointers, space the floor really effectively, 
have a legit NBA draft prospect in Jackson Robinson can, who can do a little bit of everything as a, a six seven wing. And as a result, the numbers and the data really fell in love with BYU. Having said all that, wasn't a lot of tough competition early outside of a home win against San Diego State, which was very impressive. A neutral site win against NC State. That was a game I called for Sirius XM, and BYU was really good in that game. Just blew the Wolfpack off the floor after a slow start, putting up 90 easily in that game. Since BYU has gone into the tough, rugged stretch of Big 12 play, certainly has not been easy. Two and three over the last five games. And there was maybe a bit of a harbinger of things to come when BYU went to Utah in a big rivalry game who had profiles really similarly, actually, to a lot of the top Big 12 teams and struggled, had a season low in points at the time and lost that game outright on the road at Utah. So ever since that really hot start for BYU against the six legitimate tests the Cougars have had, just two and four so far, BYU gets their, the second most points of anybody in the country from three. Yet, they don't really draw any fouls, which leads me to the matchup against Houston, a team who has the number one defense in the country. Big reason why the Cougars are the number one overall rated team in the country by Ken Pomeroy and a lot of advanced uh, metric sites. I question where the physicality for BYU will come from in this game. It's been more of a finesse, space the floor, look for high-quality three-pointer type teams, which Houston, and arguably the best defensive backcourt in the country, led by senior Jamal Shedd, who is 10th in the country in defensive steal percentage. You have to wonder, even on a home floor for BYU, getting Houston coming out to Provo for the first time as conference opponents, how that will translate and just what the quality of shots will actually be for BYU. Now, Houston on the season gives up a lot of threes. They're 311th in the country in defensive three-point rate. But that isn't because Houston is bad on defense or just packs it in on the paint. It's because a lot of times teams have no other, no other real legitimate option. Houston is the number one effective field goal percentage defensive team in the country. Top 10 across the board. Twos, threes, you name it. Eighth in defensive three-point shooting. And it's because the, the Cougars are so strong and physical that a lot of teams get pushed out past the perimeter and have to launch threes deep in the shot clock. Really, if there's a weakness to the Houston defense, if you're trying to poke any holes, it's that a lot of times teams just start looking for fouls because it is such a like a skin-tight, packed defense from Houston that a lot of times for teams, the only way to get any success is just to try to drive hard to the rim and get the Cougars in foul trouble and get to the line that way. Houston actually gives up uh, more free throws than almost any Power 5 team. But therein lies the problem tonight for BYU, 360th in free throw rate on the season. As great of a prospect as Jackson Robinson is, as much as BYU has defied the odds, they're a five seed that could easily get upset by a 12 if it's a, a bad matchup and a team that defends a three really well. It's a BYU team that could easily play in, in the second weekend of the NCAA tournament. I'm more inclined to think this is going to end up looking like a seven seed type team BYU that is still really, really dangerous, don't get me wrong. But there is such a variance here, and I will trust that the defense of Houston travels on the road so I'll go ahead and lay the two and a half that is widely available in the overnight lines. Certainly expecting this thing gets bet up and that Houston starts taking some money, gets out to three, three and a half. That would be an expectation I have market wide, especially when you consider where the market has gone against BYU in a lot of the high profile games. Respected betters certainly seeing some of these deficiencies on the Cougar side and looking to exploit them. 
That's our game of the night in college basketball. Let's go to the NBA where the Utah Jazz and New Orleans Pelicans have quietly put together a really interesting season series this year. You get the Jazz coming in 22-22 and off of back-to-back really tight, heartbreaking losses, tied for ninth in the West with the Lakers. At the Pelicans, who are 25-18, and fifth in the West, although they were handily defeated by Phoenix at home on Friday night, have been off ever since then. So a couple of days of rest for Zion Williamson and the Pels. Uh, they lost going away by 14. Utah's been on this stretch, though, where the offense has found a tremendous amount of life, and it's resulted in a resurgence for the Jazz. Eight straight games where the Jazz have either won or lost by less than six points. Last two games were losses, but each within five, losing by five at home to a really good Oklahoma City team and a tough overtime loss at Houston their last time out. Interesting to note how the two teams have played really tight games all season. It's a series that Utah leads 2-1. Jazz swept a back-to-back in Salt Lake earlier in the season. The last meeting was at the end of December in New Orleans, and the Pelicans won but did not cover. New Orleans was laying 8.5 in that game, won by 7-112 to 105. What I took away from that last meeting was that Utah, despite shooting 42% from the field, 12 of 29 from three, and turning the ball over 18 times, still were only down one point in that game with three minutes to go. It was a coin flip, toss-up type game late, and the Pels got a couple timely buckets there to pull away and win by seven, ultimately not covering. That results put the total now 3-0 to the under in the meetings between the two teams. That last game, it was set at Pelicans minus 8.5, and at 239 and a half. Well, what's happened over the last month? Utah, who played the Pels really tough despite bad lack of efficiency on offense, has really found its stride on that end of the floor. Last 15 games with the Jazz, third on offense, 11th on D, sixth in net rating for a team that is now 500 on the season. And Lowry Markinen and Colin Sexton are the two leading the way. Markinen is a guy who can space the floor, score from the inside, step out, shoot threes effectively as well, averaging 25 points a game over the last 15. Colin Sexton, who is a great floor general point guard, 22 points per game. And what's more impressive to me is just the true shooting percentages. In in the the general consensus of the the true shooting uh, lexicon and advanced stats data in the NBA, 60% is a really elite mark for true shooting. You'd like to be 50% above or above, but once you get out to 60%, that is really, really good. And Lowry Markkinen and Colin Sexton are each at 66% or better over the last 15 games. Great matchup because you take on a New Orleans Pelican team that over the last 15 games has been very solid on D. Seventh overall on the defensive side of the ball. It's been a top 10 net rating team as well in the Pels. And the reason why is because New Orleans really, unlike a lot of teams in the NBA, they're kind of a throwback old school team where they want to get you into the half court, grind you down, force you to take shots late in the shot clock, contested threes. Pelicans are 30th dead last in pace over this latest stretch, the last 15 games, and seventh on the defensive end. But Utah has proven time and again in this series that they can hang with a team who wants to slow it down and play half court. Even though Utah wants to push their third in pace during this offensive resurgence, the Jazz have had an innate ability to create good looks, whether it's pushing the ball in fast tempo or even if they play into what New Orleans wants to do and go half-court tempo. It's it's an indication of why, while the total has easily gone under in all three meetings, the Jazz have still found a way to win two of the three. A lot of betters would look at this matchup and most likely based on the numbers go, there should be somewhat of a correlation here between Pelicans and under. 
as well as Jazz and over. But the Jazz have proven in this series uh, that is not the case. So I do like the dog here on the road in Utah. It's open Pelicans minus six and a half. So a two-point adjustment from the last meeting down at the Smoothie King Center in New Orleans. But no significant movement either way there. Total has remained pretty static as well at 239. No significant injury news either for either team. But with the way Utah has been playing as of late, a really solid team against the spread over the past month plus, I like them to keep this within two possessions as well. Has another feel of a tight down-to-the-wire game where you see one team with a narrow lead going into the final sequences. So I'll take the points here with Utah plus six and a half. That's what we try to do on this show, a deep breakdown of the best games on the card tonight. If you want more insights, we have a lot of it here at VEASAN. This is meant to just be kind of that table holder, place setter here for your daily betting card. But we have our NBA podcast five days a week, Hardwood Handicappers, with Jonathan Bontobel, Kelly Bidlin, and Zach Cohen, who, who do great, tremendous work on the NBA each and every day. Greg Peterson has his daily college basketball podcast, breaking down every single college basketball games. Adam Burke has daily write-ups as well on the college hoops right now at vcin.com. That is all in addition to our brand new website where we have NHL breakdowns every single day. We have Australian Open Tennis going on right now. Long Shots podcast talking about uh, the Tory Pines tournament, the Farmers Insurance going on this week in the PGA. So uh, this is just one small snapshot of what we have on offer right now. I'm at Vsin, so certainly encourage you to take a look and check it out. Want to wish all of you a best of luck. Hope your Tuesday goes well with some good bets on top of it all. I'll be back with you tomorrow as we continue our midweek glance into the daily betting card. That's it for me here on Decent Daily Bets. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.